Welcome to Make the Grade with the success doctor, Stephen Green, where you'll discover actionable strategies to help your student to reach their academic goals, to excel at standardized testing, and to plan for the college admissions process painlessly. And now, here's your host, Dr. Stephen Green. Hey everyone, Steve Green, host of the Make the Grade podcast. You know why we're here? I want to give you some actions, some hands-on things that you can use to accelerate your journey to success. So if you are a parent of a student in maybe middle school or high school or college or an entrepreneur and you want to learn some ways that you can accelerate your journey to success, you have come to the right place. So Hope you got your pencils, your pens, your pads, your tablets, whatever you use to take notes or your whatever, because I have a fantastic guest today. Fantastic guest. Let's say hello to Lori Wu. Lori, how are you? Good. How are you? I am awesome. Awesomeness. Thank you for it having me. It's like super cold out where I am today. Lori is in the desert in Las Vegas, but uh, <laughs> it gets a little cold there, but I'm in the Northeast, so I don't like cold weather. Everybody knows that. Who listens to my podcast. I complain about it as much as anything else. But I'm not going to complain about that today because I'm excited about the conversation we're going to have. So let's talk about Lori for a second. Lori is the CEO, El Jefe, of uh, Reset Your Mind 1111. Lori Wu, she's an intensive breakthrough and NLP mindset coach, master certified in NLP. And you can explain to people what that is if they don't know. Timeline therapy, hypnotherapy, and she resides in Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada. They still call it Sin City? Yes, they do. Okay, yeah, they do. <laughs> All right. Lori is a heart-centered entrepreneur. She's a light worker who is highly intuitive, emphatic, or empathic, sorry, and passionate about fulfilling her life purpose of helping transport people's lives all over the world. Primarily helps self-sabotagers and overthinkers who lack purpose break through the shackles of their past, leap forward with balance in their body, mind, and spirit, and gain the clarity and confidence to achieve what they truly want. So clients get this all over USA, UK, Canada, Philippines, and the land down under Australia. It's gotten quick, long-lasting, life-changing results in one-on-one breakthrough sessions. She's excited about what the future holds and believes everyone has the power to do what they set their mind to do and deserves to live a happy, fulfilled life where their past does not define them and the possibilities are endless. I love it. So, Lori, we officially welcome to the Make the Great podcast. Thank you. Um, so just to be clear, because um, there's a few things that maybe were in your bio. Uh, define NLP. I know what it is, but maybe not everybody does. So, a you know, quick definition. What I know it's, it stands for neuro linguistic, but you can. Let, how about you explain it? Yeah, a simple definition. It's it's a way to improve or um, use different communication skills. Um, to help you change your thoughts, emotions, and actions, um, which is really your mindset. You know, we and, and it's a way of modeling excellence because people, you know, have different learning skills, different communication skills, listening styles, but they don't know how to actually put it all together and not let their past define them without it. So neuro-linguistic practicing practice? Program. Program. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, she's right. I think her summary was very accurate. It's about partly how you communicate, how you interact with other people, 
Um, because in a way, life is about relationships and communicating, right? So, um, Lori's kind of young, you know, maybe she could be my daughter. I don't know. I don't want to ask how old you are, but you got a lot of experience. You're trained in a lot of really good things. What, what, what motivated you? What, what did you wake up one day and say, I want to help people. Was this your life dream? Well, or did you have some epiphany? How, how'd you get to this point? Yeah. Um, great question, Steve. Um, the back in, when I was in college, um, you know, after graduating high school, my parents wanted me to go to community college, um, mm-hmm. instead of Uh, going away to school. And I took about every psychology class there was. And during that time, I figured out that my purpose was to help people and really wanting to make a difference and impact um, in the world. Um, Unfortunately, parents did not want me to study psychology. Um, That's another story for another time. What kind of job are you going to get as a psychologist? (laughs) Well, funny story. My dad said, oh, you're going to, you're going to come to work with me and meet my, meet my secretary. She's got her, her, her master's and her PhD in psychology, but uh, you know, she's my secretary. So you're not studying. It's slightly more marketable than like Hellenic studies or something. (laughs) Right. But listen, you talk to another psych major. So uh, we are kindred spirits this way, but anyway, go on, go on. So you're in college, you're learning a lot of psychology. uh, Yeah. And that's really when I discovered my purpose. However, you know, uh, because my parents were pretty, uh, you know, I'm half Filipino, half Chinese and overprotective mm. parents, you know? <laughs> mm. And so I did what my mom wanted me to do, which was study pharmacy because she was a nurse all her life. And she said, Oh, if I had to do it all over again, you know, I would do uh, pharmacy. So I was a pharmacy tech. Um, that's a little bit of mine background for a little over 10 years. Mm. Um, then I became a solopreneur, um, helping other people with legal and hygienic theft services in my other business. However, when the, when COVID hit, um, in March of 2020, um, when it yes, started becoming, yes, yes. I found myself, um, in a downward spiral, a little bit in my business, um, with the legal and identity theft services because people lost their job or people went out of business. And, and I really took the time to pause and evaluate what was going on with me. And I reflected on a lot of things, um, decided, you know what, I've always wanted to do something psychology related. And I was found myself procrastinating and not as motivated in that other business. And I'm like, okay, you know what, this is a chance to actually figure out what do I really want to do? Do I want to keep doing this for the rest of my life? And I think a lot of people contemplate that, but they don't really take the time to figure out, okay, you know what, am I fulfilling my purpose? Do I, am I doing something that I love doing? Um, you know, I was taught to, I think a lot of people were taught to go to school, get good grades, get a, get a job and retire. Right. <laughs> but that's how's kind that? of the American dream in, in, right? in a certain lane as it were. Right. But hmm. you know, that's not really as practical as it is, as it was maybe 20 years ago. <laughs> so for me, I, I, you know, I was asked the question, you know, it's like, okay, you know what, if I'm, not as motivated. I'm procrastinating. I'm overthinking things like there must be something wrong with me or, or, you know, this is what I'm programmed to think. Mm-hmm. And I was looking for something different to fill a void. Um, and I figured, okay, you know what? My original purpose was to help other people, but I'm not totally feeling fulfilled in my current business. What else can I do? Question number one for you. Mm-hmm. It's a provocative name. Reset your mind. Is it one, 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 one or 11, 11, 11. 1,101. Uh, <laughs> so I'm, I, there's got to be a story behind it. But before you get into that, okay. can you ex- explain or at least maybe shortly comment on who you can help? Because yeah. a lot of people listen to this, 
they're parents with kids and I'm a parent. It, it's not always easy. It's mm-hmm. fulfilling, but it's not always easy. And I work with a lot of entrepreneurs and there's a lot of struggles in there. And a lot of times people say, but why am I doing this? Why did I have kids? Can't put them back. <laughs> Doesn't come with a manual. You know, a lot, I don't know, you know, a lot of stereotypes, yeah. but it's a challenge. And I think the positives outweigh the negatives for sure. But, and in business, same thing, you know, people wake up, Oh my God, I got all this guy to do. I don't know if I'm going to make it. Am I making enough money? And that clients. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people question that a lot, but so who can you help or who do you work with? And two, tell us the story behind a name. Okay. If there is one. Yes. Um, so I mainly focus on people who don't know how to get out of their own way, which is a form of self-sabotage. Like um, of the world. <laughs> people- <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Sorry for the It's comment. so true, though. Um, people who overthink, people who procrastinate. I mean, these are all forms of self-sabotage that I'm going to mention. Um, maybe they're in an unhealthy relationship. Maybe they're, um, they don't know how to get out of their own way because they, they've been programmed to believe that, that they're not good enough. It only takes one person, you know, to say, oh, you know, you're not worthy or you're not good enough. And they, they mm-hmm. lack the confidence and the clarity and they're not sure what their purpose is. Um, so somebody who has, who maybe like suffered from past trauma, past abuse, um, still dealing with that. Um, somebody who wants to be a high achiever and maybe set their goals and have not achieved them and not sure why, whether that be in health, health, relationship, finance, career, whatever, whatever it may be. Um, but I, I do provide life-changing breakthrough sessions with them, which is one-on-one coaching because um, using, you know, hypnotherapy and timeline therapy, really. But it's, it's people who really want one clarity of purpose to confidence and to believe in themselves again and say, okay, you know what, what do I really want for me? <laughs> Before we get to the name mm-hmm. is the therapy. Mm-hmm. I'm using that term in context because if somebody's like a clinical psychologist, they're going to use the term differently. Mm-hmm. Is the therapy similar to, regardless of what somebody's challenges are, what they kind of bring to the session as it were, or does it vary depending on what, like if somebody's going through a divorce for say, and mm-hmm. they're very upset about it, mm-hmm. is that a different approach that you might take than say, if somebody is uh, struggling, I don't know, um, um, in their job and they're unhappy in their job? Um, for the most part. Or is unhappiness, it- unhappiness. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just the same, different manifestations. So. However, it can be tailored to, to the person. Um, there's main thing. The main program is helping somebody release negative emotions, um, and the impact of it and also limiting beliefs. Um, there are some times where, you know, obviously people have more multiple problems like that are related to the context of what they're wanting, what their challenge is in. Right. So somebody could come to me and say, Hey, you know what? I am struggling. Um, I just had, um, in a toxic, unhealthy relationship, or I just got out of one, not sure how to do that. Or they can come to me with a health issue, you know, and say, hey, you know what? It's like I've not been struggling on and off with my weight and being healthy overall. And I don't know why I'm not getting getting the results that I want. Um, and, you know, and same thing with career. You know, it's like it could be somebody who's struggling financially or struggling to, you know, they're, they're unhappy at their job and they want to start their own business. And they're not sure how to do that or how to even, you know, where to even begin. Right. Mm-hmm. Um but I say that to say it is pretty similar along the, along, you know, the whole, no matter what context or area of life they want um, to, to overcome challenges in, because it's about your mindset. Um, and it's about limiting beliefs that you've been programmed to believe that you're not sure why 
you know, I, I know a lot of other colleagues and this was true for me where it's like, I was in my struggling in my other business and I had to come to a realization like, okay, you know what, why, why am I, you know, I'm following all the things that my mentors and coaches in that business told me to do. And I'm not happy where I'm at. I'm not reaching the goals or, you know, that, you know, it's not as far as I want to be, you know? Um, and I had to figure out why, and it's me getting in my own way. It was, it was a lack of self-confidence or it was a lack of thinking that, okay, maybe I, I don't deserve to be at the top or, or I'm afraid of success. You know, people say they're afraid of success. Some people are afraid of failure, you know, so we eliminate like all the fears and, and then the past trauma or negative emotions that affect, you know, their future um, and help and hold them back. So reset your mind one 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 one. Yes, eleven eleven. Born. <laughs> yes, eleven eleven. I know for some people, like eleven is like a spiritual number. I'm not really sure mm-hmm. why it is. I'm, maybe I just never knew. So tell us about how this came to be. Was it a, a, a um, was it like an epiphany? Like one day you woke up and was like, I got to do this, or was it a slow, you know, uh, an evolution of, of of things over time? It was kind of um, asking, trusting my unconscious mind to come up with a name. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> one day, um, because I was struggling to, when I first decided, okay, you know what, I'm going to do this breakthrough coaching business and I want to do it, but I need to name my business. You know, I didn't want mm, to just be Lori Wu coaching. Right. And because we work so much with reprogramming the mind, um, and changing the mindset, I was like, okay, you know what? Not sure what to name it. You know, it's like, mm. and we, we tap into the subconscious or unconscious mind a lot. Um, and that's the difference with between traditional therapy and, and what I do. Um, and basically it's, it's reprogramming, you know, rewriting the stories that you've been programmed to believe and that you think are true, but they're not. Um, so I was like, you know what, let's reset, reset somebody's mind and, and say, okay, you know what? Cause I, I honestly believe one that everybody's here for a purpose Two, everybody has the power to set, you know, to do the things that they set their mind to do. And it's all about resetting their, their mindset, um, and visualizing things in a way that, uh, so that they um, can picture it as if they already have it. Um, and the 1111, um, it is a spiritual number for me. Um, it's part of my journey, um, but it's all about things coming into alignment. Um, I'm a strong believer in the law of attraction and manifesting things. And this, it all goes hand in hand um, with things being in perfect alignment um, in order to, to have a better chance at coming to fruition. Um, you know, obviously you still have to take the action, of course, <laughs> but yeah, uh, it should yeah. be that simple. Yeah. Hey, my guest is Lori Wu. Her business is Reset Your Mind 1111. She is kind of a transformational coach. We're talking about ways that you can break through. This is the Make the Great podcast. Uh, we're all about providing you with actions and strategies that you can use to get your next level, accelerate your journey to success. Um, without violating anybody's confidentiality, mm-hmm. can you share maybe a case study of a, of a person that maybe you worked with where they were, uh, and, and, you know, you don't have to get too deep into the therapy, but you know, what the results were. Absolutely. So I have a good friend who's here who, um, had a lot of abuse growing up. She's a niece of one of my good friends, um, that I used to know for, probably over like 15 years. Mm-hmm. And she had the history of being abused as sexual abuse as a child. Um, you know, her parents were married, divorced, moved forward. Um, and she 
on and off, like had PTSD, anger, anxiety, depression, you name it, she went through it. Um, and she had gone to years of therapy, but didn't realize, you know, how much it was still affecting her. And one of the biggest um, breakthroughs that we had with her was that, um, you know, she had, she's got weight issues for her health. She's got, um, she doesn't have like a whole bunch of health issues, but she's, she's been trying to lose weight, yo-yo dieting and different things. Um, And also trying to better herself with a new job um, or a better job. Um, So overall, like she had a lot of things going on. Um, But the biggest thing that was holding her back from moving forward was being able to resolve the conflict um, between her and her, um, her dad, her biological father, who actually abused her. And she didn't realize or he didn't realize how much of an impact um, it was still having on her, you know. She this was years ago, right? Can I ask how old this person is? She is 32 or 31. She's an adult. Mm -hmm. She's definitely an adult. And the abuse happened well over, you know, when she was a child. Right. So uh, probably the damage was done when she was probably 10, 12, 15, whatever. So this is this is this is 15 years later or more. And yeah. she's still carrying this with her in, in mm-hmm. a very dis- self-destructive way. Yes. And she was, it was to a point where she has, um, she was suicidal at one point. She was cutting herself, um, doing different things. And um, it's affected her current relationship. Um, and so she was part of my initial um, six-week coaching program that I had. And one of the biggest things that she finally admitted to me was that you know, she, she was making some progress in, in her health challenges and different things, but she relapsed and started cutting herself again because she got into a huge fight in her relationship. Mm. And it stemmed from the, the whole stigma of, men, of having the mental illness of, of being, you know, having the anxiety and the depression. And, 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 and we looked at the root, we were always about looking at the root cause of that and not just putting a bandaid on something. Right. So we figured that the disease, not the symptom. Yeah. And we figured out it was because she still had some anger and resentment towards, um, you know, the, the person who abused her. And uh, she's been wanting to have this conversation um, with him, but she's been deathly afraid of it because she didn't know how, you know, this is years later, if he's even going to acknowledge it, if he's going to admit to it, you know, she had all these fears going through her head. Wow. So there was um, there's one technique that is really good um, for for doing conflict resolution. So I took her through this process where she was able to actually look at herself in the picture, her, the, the abuser in the picture, and then almost like a triangle. And at the top, the third position is looking at it from the outside and looking at both people, you know, as if the conversation was really happening, all the things that she wanted to say to him, all the things that like seeing his point of view, um, as well, and not holding on to that anger resentment and wanting to, you know, ask, for forget you know asking to you know to, re- to resolve it right now, so that- now this was all addressed in, in a six-week period mm-hmm. yeah so this is a lot of self-work or, or sort mm-hmm. of um what do they call it what do they call it um, 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 um kind of a guided self-work yes in, in a short amount of time this is a lot for somebody to unravel yes 15 20 years of of, of mm-hmm. hidden kind of self um you know whatever, whatever internalization Yes. Uh, to bring out in a short period of time. So, what w- w- is there a happy ending here? Hopefully, yes. 
Yes. Okay. So after taking her through that process, um, you know, we worked on, we always start with working through the major negative emotions of anger, sadness, um, hurt, mm-hmm. guilt, shame, and fear. Yeah. Right. Yep. Then we work on limiting beliefs that she has about herself, her self-worth, confidence, lack of, you know, um, but the biggest thing for that conflict resolution, after taking her through that process, after, you know, seeing, having her go through the different positions of that, it's called perceptual positions. Um, and she was able, you know, after that, I told her, I'm like, okay, you know what, you've been wanting to have this conversation. You're about to go visit him in a couple of weeks. I want you to do this exercise, you know, with me right now, but I also want you afterwards to go ahead and write out all the things that you've ever wanted to say to him. Imagine yourself actually and visualize you having the conversation going the way you want it to go. And for that way, you know, because I knew for, for, you know, you have no clue how the other person is going to react. Right. But mm-hmm. you have a better chance of visualizing it and directing it like the way you want it to go. And, you know, the worst case scenario was that he was going to interrupt her and not allow her to read the letter. <laughs> so I had her write a letter to him um, expressing all the things that she wanted to say. And, and so that when she did have the conversation, she could actually go and talk to him and allow her to express all the things so that, you know, he, she can just get one reaction and get, let it all out. Right. So very healing. I mean, I, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Very healing process. And so she messaged me like the day after she had the conversation and it went better than she ever expected. So all these things that she was holding on to thinking, oh, my God, he's going to react this way. He's not going to understand. He's not, Mm -hmm. you know, that she's been carrying for like years, all like the whole burden like lifted. And she was she got the outcome that she wanted. He was like, oh, my God, I didn't realize, you know, the impact that it was still having on your entire life and holding you back. Um, Please forgive me. And, you know, let's let's you know have a healthier relationship between each other um and move forward you know it's like if anything if there's anything you need you know it's like let me know and and you know because her parents got divorced after i don't know how many years but like they both you know she has they both remarried and moved on so she's got healthier relationships with both of them and then she was able to actually have better um better health issue better health improvements with losing weight and moving forward with her diet and and um, she also got a promotion and got a new job <laughs> got a, that she's been applying to for a whole year. <laughs> and so she actually ends up getting the, the higher promotion job um, um, a few weeks later. So it's all amazing. One, one more quick question for you. Mm-hmm. So you have this kind of intensive period of time. Mm-hmm. What happens after that? Is there a follow-up? Is there it- ongoing support um, that they can... Okay. Yeah, they can reach out for ongoing support. If they do um, a two-day breakthrough, there's up to three to six months of support, depending on what 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 else is going on. Um, they mm-hmm. can always, okay. um, right. you know, obviously after this intense change work that we're doing, you know, everything rearranges in your life after you, you know, we we work on also setting goals, setting new goals, um, and um, you know, whatever changes they want, you know, it's all about what the focus though is on what they truly want because a lot of times we focus on what we don't want or we get so caught up in helping people um instead of helping ourselves first um so the important thing is to focus on what do we want for ourselves before anybody else (laughs) lori how would people reach you somebody wants to get a hold of you email what do you what do you want to share with yeah they can me on facebook um they can look me up lori a woo W U um, or they can send an email to reset your mind 1111 at gmail.com. 
And I do have a Facebook group um, if they want to find me. It's um, soul, S-O-U-L dash, mm-hmm. uh, like solutions, but with soul <laughs> at the beginning. So solutions for self-sabotagers. Anything in particular you want to plug or, you know, I, I know you have a group, you, you have your community, right? Right. Um, so from what I understand, somebody could come to your website, they could join your free group, they can get an yeah. ebook or whatever, learn about what yeah. you're doing. There's a free ebook that I promote. Um, yeah, my, I'm in the process of writing a second one and creating um, a new program um, that I'm about to launch in February. I will be doing nice. a free in February. Listen, if you need a referral, I know somebody helps people create courses. <laughs> wink, wink. Um, hey, Steve Green, the Make the Great Podcast. My guest, Lori Wu. We're talking about how to help yourself. If you can't help yourself, it's hard to help others, and it's hard to really get where you want to get. This is all about providing actions. If you want to get with Lori, you've got her contact information. Reset your mind, 1111. It sounds like a great thing. Laura, is there anything we did not get into or you want to share really quickly before we move on to our last segment here? Um, I did want to give them, um, if I had to give somebody advice or a tip, like to start living their best life now. You know, life is short. We've all gone through, you know, some hard times here the last couple of years with with what's going on with the pandemic, right? Um, uh, We have. (laughs) We've talked about that a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Not today. I mean, just over the last year and a half, right. almost two years, almost two, two, 24 yeah. months. Yeah. And I encourage people to, you know, one thing, it's one thing to, to take care of yourself and focus on self-care. But what I realized a huge aha moment and lesson for me um, is that you need to recharge yourself and recharge your batteries every day. Mm-hmm. So what it's called um, having a, a ritual to start your day off. Right. Um, of, of having like a, an overflowing cup of personal power in order Ooh, I like to that. other people overflowing so, cup of to it. Power. Right. So one thing, uh, here's a good tip for anybody out there who's wanting to create their own personal power ritual. It's all about doing three different parts. One, um, which is, you know, since everything's energy, the first part is movement. Um, so some sort of exercise It could be taking a walk, it could be yoga, it could be stretching, it could be something simple, but just to get the blood flowing and your oxygen moving, um, you know, it could be whatever for at least a minimum of like 10 minutes. Right. And then got it. Number one movement. Yeah. Step two would be recharging your mind. So recharging your mind, um, could be, um, actually meditating. I mean, yeah, like that. meditating. It could be reading um, personal development book for like a good ten minutes, <laughs> um, and then the third part is recharging emotionally. So recharging emotionally would be um, listening to like three like good songs, you know, three like things that are going to uplift you. Um, it could also be doing a gratitude journal, writing down the things mm. that you're grateful for. Um, but it really, each one, um, the max time for that would be good would be an hour, but if you could do each, each of these steps for a good, you know, like 20 minutes each, that would be ideal. Um, but let's say somebody's really busy and they don't, you know, have the time or they want to start off initially, they could do 30 minutes. I would do 10 minutes of each at least, but it really helps you focus and start your day off better. So movement. Mental, emotional. Yes. 
It's all about balance at some point, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Lori Wu, thank you. This was great. Give us, give everybody your email one more, or your site. Give it one more yep. time. And we're going to close up here. We're going to do something fun. Yep. Reset your mind 1111 at gmail.com. Or you can nice. find me under Lori A. Wu at, on Facebook um, and look for my solutions for self-sabotage. <laughs> right, so do you want to play everybody's favorite uh, Make Three Podcast guest game? Sure. All right. There you go. <laughs> This is called your fave five. Okay. Fave five. Here's what I want to do. It's very it's easy. It's easy. Just relax. Take a breath. Mental, emotional <laughs> recharge here. I want to say something. You tell me what your favorite thing is okay. within the category. Okay. Oh. Start off an easy one. <laughs> Color. Purple. Purple. Nice. That's the mm-hmm. high energy vibration color. Mm-hmm. Right? Bucket list item. Bucket list item. I've always wanted to go to Italy. Italy. Mm-hmm. Nice. Molto bene. <laughs> beautiful i've been there it's, it's really nice the food there italian food in italy unbelievable awesome i mean not that there isn't good food everywhere but italian right. food in italy is just it's just oh my god ugh. i could ever be molto grosso if I, <laughs> yeah, I would i would not i'd need a, i need some consulting for my health uh well it leads us to the next one food favorite kind of food food okay so this one is debatable this one i would say um Thai food. Thai food. Nice. Asian. Mm-hmm. You want to get, you want to put another well, one in there? I'll give I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say it's a toss up between Thai food and what's called hot pot, <laughs> which is making your oh, own. I love hot pot, man. I, they I have love- a great place right near me that does them. Yes. Yes. Creating your own soup with veggies. Oh, man. They got one of those places in Vegas. Oh, they have tons of them. Yes. The hot pot places. Mm-hmm. Right, so I'm going to be out in Vegas in June. We got to go to one. We definitely. I gotta love be- the hot pot. I love it. I love. Have you ever yeah, seen one? Have you ever seen one that's part grill and part soup? <laughs> really? No. The one I have is like this. Just people don't know what the heck we're talking about. <laughs> this is it's like an Asian kind of thing, right? But instead of cooking it, what they do is they bring this bowl out that's like 600 degrees. It's like this. I don't know what it's made out of clay. Or I don't know what it's made out of. And in, so they, everything's kind of in it, and it's like sizzling. <laughs> And then they stir it around. I, I get, I'm like, I love hot food. So I, I put a lot of hot sauce in and it's like rice and vegetables and your protein you want. Like some people get meat. I get sometimes fish or tofu mm-hmm. or vegetables, whatever. It's really, really good. Really so, good. Maybe not we'll as good as go Italian to, food in Italy, but really good. We'll have to go all to right. the one that, that has part grill and part, part hot pot. All right. All right. You, you make the so. reservation. I'm going to be there. I think it's June 8th. <laughs> Just ooh, off the record. Okay. Favorite place to vacation. Well, you already said Italy, but your vacation. Well, I- why so my favorite island is maui i'm looking forward to going back i think that's probably a long list a lot of people say that it is really nice there beautiful especially the west coast did you do the hana road you must have if you've been there (laughs) yeah you know what happened was we had a rental car we do the hana road and it's like much faster if you keep going around the island Mm -hmm. there's like this sign in the rental car if you go to hana and you go back (laughs) the long way like in other words along i guess it's like the southwest and you break down you got pushed the car. Like, it's, like, don't, don't call us and say our car broke down. So we're there. And I'm like, should we do it or not? Like, you know, deep down, I'm a rule follower kind of guy. Yeah. Mm, better turn around. Yeah. Music. You like music? music. I do. I love music. Um, a favorite artist, favorite genre. I would say the eighties and nineties. <laughs> yeah. Song. Can you pick an 80? I'm thinking eighties and nineties. I'm thinking like girls just want to have fun. Yeah. Oh, or yeah. like, I guess my well, you're favorite. like more the rock, like Scorpions kind of thing. Journey. Um, Journey. All right, there you go. A little yeah. more poppy, poppy stuff. Yeah, and then of course I'm still into the boy bands. 
or like uh like uh, kids on the block and sing oh man to, that's that's too serious you know. yes. bopper boy bands yeah my sister was into that so i i i, I heard enough of that that's what i grew up on <laughs> um uh let me see if i can do one more here we got a bonus one nice um well you live in a vacation spot so i guess that's kind of right. a very good question what kind of weather you like? What kind of season? What's your favorite season? My favorite season, I would say fall. Nice. <laughs> yeah, summer is a ch- little too hot. <laughs> well, where you live, it does like a thousand degrees. <laughs> there you go. Hey, here's here's the here's the toughest question of all. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite podcast? This one right here. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That correct answer. All right, Lori Wu. I really appreciate it. I know we ended on kind of a light mood here but what she's working on is pretty heavy stuff and it's serious and i think the key story the the case study she shared a person who was burdened with self uh doubt pain for years years Mm -hmm. half her life almost right Mm -hmm. um was able to have a big breakthrough help herself cleanse herself of all kinds of negativity and came out the other end in in a matter of of weeks Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, obviously some work, this isn't like, you know, a magic bullet, but it can be done with the right technique and the right focus. And, uh, you know, that's Lori's role. So I, I applaud you for the help that you're giving people. Thank you. All right. Hey, this is the Make the Great Podcast, and we are going to sign off for this week. This is all about giving you actions, things to help you accelerate your journey to success or people you know, especially if you're a parent with kids. I'm always looking for guests. You got something to say. Reach out. Let me know. Also, the best way people can thank me for doing this podcast, and that's, uh, you know, not doing this for my ego, is to share what we got going on. I got to think there are plenty of people that be helped by what Lori can provide. This is a tough stretch we're in. A lot of anxiety, a lot of emotional stuff, mental health, all that stuff. It doesn't take a lot to just reach out and say, hey, look, what's going on here? And decide if what she's doing is right for you. So do yourself a favor. Take advantage of this. And uh, you do your best thing. Let me uh, cue the music. Thank you. All right, Lori. Thanks again. Thank you. I will see everybody next time. You've been listening to Make the Grade with the success doctor, Stephen Green. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe. For more resources and support, please visit makethegrade.net.